Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials. Davenport is the urban pulse at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with a Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast, The Davenport Pulse. Help us welcome our very first special guest here to talk about the Good Neighbor Project, Sergeant Andrew Harris. Thank you, Allie. Welcome. Thanks for being here. It's an honor. Thank you, Jerry, also for the invite. Of course. We're excited to have you. This is a big deal. Yes. We've been talking about this for months. Months in the making. Here it is. Okay, so for those of us that may not know... The Sergeant Andrew Harris. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I am from Davenport. Proud Davenport Central Blue Devil. Awesome. Uh, After graduation, I served in the Marine Corps for six years in the reserves in Waterloo. Also attended Northern Iowa. Go Um, Panthers. Exactly. (laughs) Big homecoming last weekend. Uh, Then I was lucky enough to get hired in Denison, Iowa, small town. Definitely different than Davenport's. And I served there for six years, and I've been back here home in Davenport for the last 17 years, and I'm so happy to be back in Davenport. That's awesome. What is your favorite part about Davenport? Probably, when I think of Davenport, the river. Uh, I love the bike path downtown, and to run or bike on the bike path is probably, if I was to show someone uh, Davenport, to be the river, also the baseball park. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. So we're here today to talk about the Good Neighbor Project. Tell us everything you want to about the Good Neighbor Project, what it is, how it started, how it's operating in Davenport specifically. Okay, yeah. So let, yeah, let's start with when um, the Good Neighbor Project started for our listeners hearing about this program for the very first time. It's about two years ago that the idea came up. And uh, a former employee named Nevada and I were talking and she was also receiving a lot of phone calls from citizens because they wanted a neighborhood watch. And uh, unfortunately, we just had a pause in the neighborhood watch program in Davenport. We were looking for something new. So I did some research and I found out our friends in Madison, Wisconsin had the Good Neighbor Project and researched it. I reached out to the police officer, Tyler Griggs, and he was very... Uh, excited. I, my first phone call was like, you probably get a lot of these inquiries from other police departments, at least in your area, if not through the state of Wisconsin. And he said, no, you're wow. our first other, uh, good neighbor projects other than Madison. Isn't so that crazy? It is. To think about. And it was great just to see some articles, some news stories about how their community embraced the good neighbor project. So Nevada and Owen Farrell, from our communications at the Denport Police Department, uh, we, we took a road trip to Madison and we got to uh, be present during a live Good Neighbor Projects meeting in Madison. And prior to the meeting, we got to meet with Officer Tyler Griggs and also Wendy Reichel, and she was one of the first Good Neighbor Project leaders there in Madison. That's amazing. And it took off from there. Tell us about the program a little bit about what it's designed to do. It's designed to connect neighbors, not only to the neighborhoods, to their neighbors, 
but also to connect with our our community, including the city of Davenport and the police department. So it's been very beneficial for our neighborhoods to sign up with the Good Neighbor Projects. They get incredible emails from you once a week with neighborhood updates. I think one of the coolest things about the Good Neighbor Project is just the communication that we have between the city and our neighborhoods and our other Good Neighbor Projects uh, partners that we have in our community. I agree. If I want to sign up my neighborhood, how do I go about doing it? Go to the City of Davenport Good Neighbor Projects websites, and uh, there's a web, or uh, just click on GNP, and you will get a response back from Allie or myself, and we'll get things going. It's it's simple. Uh, all we really need is an email address from you. Mm-hmm. We have a presentation that takes about 30 minutes or 40 minutes if you'd like to come and hear it from Allie and I. If not, we could also send it to you. But uh, we, we want to also have you share all the good things that are going in your neighborhood by pictures or stories and things like that. Yep. Why don't you tell our listeners some of the benefits that come from um, getting your neighborhood signed up for GMP? Well, I love the communication and the transparency. I think we've done better, especially of the police departments uh, sharing information. Mm -hmm. And for example, a lot of times we'll get calls. Remember our neighbor up the apartment complex when she saw cherries and berries, right? Yeah. And they want to know <laughs> why they saw red lights and blue lights in their neighborhood. So now we have a connection that they yep. have my email address. And a lot of times it's, it was nothing, nothing in criminal nature. It may, may have been a neighbor having a seizure, but that puts them at ease knowing that they were not in danger. Uh, also just making new friends Yep. and connecting with other neighborhood leaders. And we've seen that uh, in Southwest Emport, specifically with our neighborhood leaders, mm-hmm. uh, with Joyce uh, Miller, which was our first neighborhood. Uh, I love Joyce. She's, she's amazing. The best. And it, what's really cool is just with her leadership being the first, and she's for the she's our ambassador for, mm-hmm. for our neighborhood leaders, but she has helped develop other neighborhood leaders. So just Monday nights, she invited Tammy Trice from our Heatherton Good Neighbor Projects neighborhood. And then also she, she attended uh, Jody Walker's yep. or at the Roosevelt Community Center. So she's a mentor to those new leaders right there. And it's cool to see them network together and share ideas. And for example, last Monday night, uh, Joyce had a great guest speaker talking about the juvenile detention center. So she invited the other neighborhood leaders there to also hear that presentation. That's awesome. So you just shared one recent feel good story. What in the past two years, what story sticks out to you the most of the feel good, you know, heartwarming that you have gotten the opportunity to participate through the good neighbor project. There's so many, uh, that that's one right there is just seeing the neighborhoods take lead and to know that the city is there to support them, but to also allow them to do what they think is best for their neighborhood. And that's what I love about the Good Neighbor Project is what what one neighborhood is doing. It could be totally different. So two years ago on Labor Day weekends, we had a neighborhood in Southwest Emports that decided to do a poker run. Do you know what a poker run is, Jerry? I do not. All right. I did not know I didn't know either. All I right. hate running. It has nothing to do with running. <laughs> then I might be interested in participating. It's with motorcycles. <gasps> oh, yes. So this group... Uh, with a bunch of motorcyclists, they went to different businesses, and uh, but their goal was to raise funds for Monroe back to school. So 
Great. And that works for them. They like to ride motorcycles and they went to different establishments and raise money to raise uh, for school, back to school supplies for Monroe. While our other neighborhood over uh, another neighborhood, Northeast Davenport was having a band and ice cream truck and things like that. So I love seeing the neighborhoods just uh, collaborate, uh, work together, support each other. Uh, just last Friday, our Central Community Circle neighborhood, which is right in the heart of Six and Marquettes, with our friends at 180 and Project Renewal, they have an annual fall neighborhood cleanup. So just standing back for a second and just looking, we had kids from the Project Renewal program cleaning the neighborhood. We had uh, participants from 180 and staff from 180, graduates from 180 uh, helping with the cleanup. Uh, and then also neighbors from uh, Central Community Circle and Humility Mary services. And then afterwards we went back to 180 and just took some time and had a barbecue and got to know, know each other better. That's awesome. There's so many perks from this program and it truly is what you make it. There's no rules or regulations. Um, it can be as informal or formal as you'd like. And it's just another way to get out and get to know, you know, your neighbors. Right. If there was an individual on the fence about, I'm not quite sure that I want to be the neighborhood leader, but I want my neighborhood engaged. Do you have advice for those individuals out there that want the connection with their neighbors, but are afraid of maybe too much commitment on their own plate? Absolutely. And sometimes people are fearful of that word leader. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we we interchange that with just contact person. Yep. And sometimes it's, and for example, our, our new leader down at the Roosevelt Good Neighbor Project, uh, she, she winters in Arizona for a few months. And mm-hmm. she's like, I can't do this. How can I do this? I'm, I'm like, we'll, we'll be okay. Yep. I, I, we can still communicate by email and things like that. So um, do it. It's rewarding and it's a great opportunity just to build a stronger partnership with the city, uh, Adamport, also the police department, and your neighbors. So although I've only been with the city you know, a short amount of time. Uh, I've had the pleasure of sitting in on a lot of our, the um, presentations for a good neighbor project when someone new comes in and they're interested in learning about the project. One of the things that sticks out to me during your presentation is um, the slide that says, the perception of not feeling safe can be just as harmful as reality. Can you kind of go into that a little bit? Yes. So a lot of times when we, we are asked to neighborhood meetings to address certain concerns, the first thing that we do as a police department is research the data. And a lot of the times the data shows that they do live in a safe neighborhood, but there's a perception that there is crime in their neighborhood. And through the years, I, I figured out I can show all the data in the world to a community to show that they are safe or to a neighborhood that they're safe. But unless they feel safe, we as a police department – we as a neighborhood, we as a community have work to do. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one of the great things about the Good Neighbor Project is, yes, we, we do address crime or other nuisance issues in their commu- in, in the community, but we also celebrate all the good that's going on. And we have a lot of awesome neighborhoods uh, in our community and partnerships with the Good Neighbor Project. And sometimes we don't hear about it. And that's why I'm so excited about this podcast, because this is going to just be another way to share uh, 
This all the good. All the good. Yes, exactly, Sergeant Harris. We are so excited to host you and several other Good Neighbor Project leaders and hear all about the successes that they have had in the past 20 months. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you coming on and being our very first guest. Thank you. See you guys next time. Thanks.